Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Former President Donald Trump goes for the jugular, getting the United States government to go on record about who from the government was on the grounds of the Capitol on the high holy day of the left, January the 6th. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Thank you for being here today. The other explosive story, there's three, really. It's uh, what Trump is doing, his legal strategy, White House, uh, what's going on with uh, the, I'm sorry, not the White House, the uh, the TSA, basically air marshals spying on American citizens who were in the capital region on January 6th, and then secret warnings about the Wuhan lab and how all of this predated the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic that sweeped the world and changed lives, ruined lives, killed people. And changed our way of life forever. And it's not over because there's another pneumonia sweeping through China as we speak. But this story came to my attention. You know, I love when the stockings are hung by care by the children with care. What, what, what's the line? It is. Uh, stockings are hung by the. Wait, now I'm confused. Wait, wait, wait. Stockings are, are hung, hung by the children with, with by care. The chimney with care. That, by the chimney. So, hung by the children. Yeah, I mean, that. <laughs> no. How does it go? Stockings are hung by the chimney. Don't you remember hair. a Christmas story with little Ralphie and those big glasses? Uh, I love that movie. You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. That little that little guy. Uh, what does uh, he have to do with it? I don't know. The Christmas. <laughs> Just do you remember it? I, yeah, I remember it. I don't know how it's relevant to this conversation. But yeah, I think Henry's right. It's the stockings were hung. I got a buddy who looks like him. Kid. I got a buddy who looks like that. Uh, Ralphie? Ralphie. And he's an adult and nobody wants to tell him. That it, with his glasses, <laughs> he looks like Ralphie. Show. Yeah, it's good like thing you Christmas just stunt. let the world know. Yeah, well, there's only, I mean, okay, so now they know in, where do we have listeners? Somalia? <laughs> Ethiopia. Ethiopia. We only have one. We still haven't budged the needle on downloads in Ethiopia, <laughs> which I find disturbing because we have been doing Ethiopian news. We should, we should have a couple more downloads, you'd figure. 
Uh, you would think so. Why are you not promoting it more? I'm trying. I'm do- uh, you know what? It's my, it is my fault because I haven't put an Ethiopian news story in the show sheet in a couple weeks. Uh. I kind of gave up hope there once we, uh, we came up with nothing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> We came up with nothing. It's a slow news week, so maybe we'll get some Ethiopian news in the mix. Well, it is a slow news week, but it's also Cyber Monday, and a lot of people are shopping online. If you want to get a Zeoli Army hoodie, now's your chance. Go to... 1210WPHD.com. You'll save 20%. Two colors for you, blue or Kelly green hoodies. Zeoli Army. They also have Kale & Company merch. And, of course, Dom Time, Krasnerland. It's all there. But I know you want your Zeoli Army hoodie. 20% off today only, Cyber Monday, 1210WPHD.com, 1210WPHD.com. So the first family knocked their own socks off with this year's White House Christmas decor. Did you just hear the news gushing about the White House being decorated? Did you hear that? Yeah. CBS was very excited. They're very excited. Very excited the White House is decorated. Well, what they didn't mention, though, is that unlike the last two Christmases, First Lady Jill Biden did not hang stockings for her grandchildren over the mantle in the state dining room. Now, what what has changed from last Christmas to this Christmas regarding joe biden's grandchildren oh no oh no would anybody like to take a crack at it no pun intended oh no when we strip down these stockings strip them off the chimney if you will (laughs) because we don't want to have those stockings wedlocked into the fireplace mantle can anybody hunt around for a clue for me of why maybe possibly this year they decided to do away with stockings for the grandchildren? I huh? like that you mentioned hunting as your clue. Uh, I say, can anyone hunt around uh, for me? <laughs> Could it have anything to do with uh, Hunter's love child? Ding, ding, ding. Get this man a prize. That's horrible. <laughs> The change comes months after President Biden and his wife issued a statement publicly acknowledging first son Hunter Biden's out-of-wedlock daughter, Navy Joan Roberts, as their seventh grandchild. Navy, now five, was not included in the stocking displays for 2021 or 2022, unlike Hunter's three daughters he shares with ex-wife Kathleen Buell and his son with current wife Melissa Cohen. A White House spokesperson explained the change by saying that the Bidens plan to spend the holiday at Camp David and will hang the stockings by the chimney with care there instead. Oh, right. And the White House did not immediately respond to an inquiry from the Post about whether Navy would receive a stocking at Camp David. In 2021 and 2022, the first family remained in Washington on Christmas Day before making post-holiday trips to their home at Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and St. Croix and the U.S. Virgin Islands, obviously. I mean, I always go there uh, the day after Christmas, don't you? St. Croix, I mean, duh, yes, obviously. Tradition. Tradition, got to do it, don't want to do it. On Monday, the First Lady unveiled the White House's extravagant decorations featuring 98 Christmas trees, roughly 34,000 ornaments, and 142,000 twinkling lights around the executive mansion. The official White House menorah rests in the cross hall, which is nestled between the East Room and the State Dining Room. The decorations also incorporate more than 350 candles. I, my, my question is, what is the carbon footprint of all this? 22,100 bells, as well as toy soldiers, candy, and 72 wreaths along the north and south facades of the White House. Does anyone know the carbon footprint of all this? 
There's a gingerbread White House comprised of roughly 40 sheets of cookie dough, 90 pounds of pastelage, 30 pounds of chocolate, 50 pounds of royal icing, and 40 sheets of gingerbread dough. Also included is a statue of German Shepherd Commander who was booted from the White House earlier this year after getting high on cocaine and launching Cocaine White House Dogs, my epic summer blockbuster, which is coming to a movie theater near you. Wait, do you see the photo of Commander, the stuffed Commander? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of white stuffing around him. It kind (laughs) of looks like he's standing in a pile of cocaine. Uh, (laughs) I love it. I love it. I guess it's supposed to be snow, but... They got to stop posting pictures on social media for people to see because... Yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. The theme of the White House holiday celebration is magic, wonder, and joy, which the Biden said is inspired by how children experience this festive season. By being taken to Jeffrey Epstein's island by Biden's pals. Completely present in the beauty and bounty around them, their senses are all right, with hearts open to the magic, wonder, and joy of the holiday. Uh, much of the decor inside features nods to Clement Clark Moore's classic poem, The Night Before Christmas. I'm just curious, though, are they acknowledging that Santa is a man at the White House? <laughs> huh? Is there a gingerbread man or is it a gingerbread person? <laughs> Ew, I don't, even, I don't even want to see a gingerbread with genitalia. And for years, it's always been a gingerbread man, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just I'm wondering if if we are using uh, if we are using uh, what is the term for it? Uh, gender. This is our gingerbread zizer. Was like a salad? No, 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 no. Our gingerbread <laughs> is identifies as zizer. It's gingerbread zizer. Gingerbread zizer. Now that is a winner. I'm sorry, but between that and cocaine White House dogs, I'm going to make so much money off of this White House. <laughs> Not as much as Biden's made off of the White House, but still a lot. I'm telling you, you got to stop sharing these ideas with the audience because people are stealing them. People steal my ideas all the time in this business. You're losing out on a fortune. Oh, man. Gingerbread Caesar. <laughs> For the non-binary gingerbread cookie in your home. Now, the other thing, too, is um, can we still call it an elf on a shelf? Are we calling it elf? What what else would you call it? I don't know. Is elf okay? I think so. I, I mean, don't know. Elf is gender neutral. Well, yeah, but elf might also denote a little person or it might denote somebody who is into forced uh, servitude, which is what Santa does to those elves. Am I right? I mean, they're not unionized. <laughs> they don't get breaks. Are they compensated in any way? I, do they have $15 minimum wage? You know, I'm starting to, you know what, you raise a pretty good point. I'm just saying, call, call me Elf again. Say Elf again. Come on. I'm just making the point. I would think if somebody referred to somebody as an Elf, that would be a pejorative, right? I mean, I, if, if somebody called me an Elf, I wouldn't like it, obviously. Let's see now. Is Elf a pejorative? Elves were certainly often seen as a cause of illness, and indeed, the English word oaf seems to have originated as a form of elf. The word elf came to mean changeling left by an elf and then became changelings. Were noted for their failure to thrive to its modern sense, a fool, a stupid person, a large, clumsy man. I think elf is a very, very terrible word. (laughs) And I don't want this White House using it. Don't give them any ideas. You have the platform. Let's let's 
start some change here. <laughs> Honestly, I'm 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 really a very very sick man. Uh, 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in on Twitter at Rich Zealy. So now you know what's going on at the White House, how Hunter's bastard grandchild. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like to use that word for her, but I do like to use it for Joe, for uh, Justin Trudeau. But I don't want to use it for this little girl. She's an innocent bystander and all this. It's not her fault. Just like it wasn't Justin's fault that his no. mother was hanging out with Fidel no. Castro. What? No. There's pictures of them together. Oh, yeah, they hung Trudeau's out. Trudeau's mom and, and, and Fidel Castro were pals. Okay. They hung out together. They hung out, yeah. They sat in red Adirondack chairs and ate pineapple while staring at pink flamingos in the yard, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if any of that could be uh, confirmed. I think it's all but... documented. But nevertheless, uh, Hunter Biden's daughter, his biological daughter, who he's finally acknowledged, who the president of the United States and the first lady has finally acknowledged, because they would, it would be obvious, would it not, if her stocking was not hung by the chimney and since she's never been to the White House and they don't want to talk about her, they've just decided to forego the stockings completely for the grandchildren. Now, if I was a Biden, and, and you, you'll never know it's a Camp David. See, that's the little game here that's played. The White House is always open for Christmas tours and parties. And I mean, you can't rent it or anything like that, but they always have big parties on, uh, in the White House. Christmas is a great time to be in the White House. They always give you an ornament every year. Every year they make a special White House ornament. I have several on my tree, as a matter of fact. And it's a great time, but it's open and people would see it and the press corps would see it. Camp David is closed to everybody, except for whoever the president invites there, obviously, but it's never open to the press. For security reasons, you can't see it. You don't know what it looks like. It's been depicted in movies. It may or may not be accurate. I don't know if I can never tell you if I've ever been there or not. Because I don't know if I can say. <laughs> can you just give me like a thumbs up or a thumbs down so that I personally know? I'm just saying in the secluded woods of Maryland, there might be a wood-burning fireplace. But anyway, the point is, uh, if they choose to hang the grandchildren's stockings there, they don't have to include Little Navy, the poor girl, who is Hunter Biden's biological daughter. They don't have to do that, and nobody would ever know because they're not going to do pictures. There's not going to be, it's, it's, it's closed to the press, it's closed to outsiders, and it's just the way it is. Uh, so, yeah, this is intentional. There's no question in my mind about that. This is absolutely intentional. This is what a cruel, I feel so bad for this little girl. Not only is Hunter her father, she's got to deal with that embarrassment the rest of her life. I mean, talk about a deadbeat dad, am I right? You're deadbeat dad. I'll show you deadbeat dad. My dad's freaking Hunter Biden. Boom. I have a question. When you you. do the deadbeat dad, let me not say what I was going to say there. (laughs) When you do the deadbeat dad jokeathon, see where that was going? Yeah. To a very dark place. It's like, yeah, your dad's your dad's so dead. He hasn't paid child support in five years. Oh, yeah. My dad is Hunter Biden. Boom. Mic drop. Slam. Uh, yeah. What were you going to ask? You had a question? I, I was going to ask, why is the Biden family so unbelievably cruel to this poor little girl? Like, what has she actually done to anyone? She I was understand. born. That's it. That's it. She was born. She's done nothing. She's five, six years old. She's done nothing. Now, She's lot, an innocent little child. Lots of people have, like, children out of wedlock. Sure. I, Who, I mean, what century is this? We don't even call it wedlock anymore. <laughs> yeah, what, I, what, what is this? The year 1312? Like, I mean, yeah, people have children when they're not married. It's a thing. It, it, it happens. I, I, it, yeah, I feel like the only reason this is a big deal is because 
the Bidens won't acknowledge this poor girl's yeah. existence. They have made her life sad. And it, it, it breaks my heart because I love the joy that children have around Christmas time. And this this poor girl's got to deal with the fact that maybe she'll get cocaine if Hunter leaves some like he left for the dogs. <laughs> By the way, breaking news, a federal judge just moments ago rejected former President Trump's efforts to subpoena information related to the January 6, 2021 attack. This is the language that's being used by the Hill that the former president had accused government officials of failing to preserve, determining the request amounted to a fishing expedition. This is a big deal. I'll tell you what Trump was asking for, and I'll tell you why this judge's efforts to block this needs to be challenged. Don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So this is a big deal. Uh, what just happened here? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. Covered a lot of ground for you. Uh, I'm going to get into this decision by this judge to block Trump's request for the government to turn over anyone who was a member of law enforcement who was at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Now, this was a smart strategy by Trump's legal team. Let's think about this for a moment right now. You know, and I know, and the majority of Americans believe that there were undercover federal operatives, informants, agents, whatever, on the Capitol grounds on January 6, 2021. And the majority of Americans agree, and I certainly do, that they probably played a role in, in causing all of this to happen, in, in, in motivating and firing people up and getting them into, inside the building. Ray Epps being a classic example of that with his Tomorrow We Go in the Capitol speech. The point is that the government, the people that work for the government, they work for you and me. These are, these are our employees. And the government has no right to keep this information from us. The government of the United States is, is prosecuting Donald Trump with this idea that his lies about 2020 led to January 6, 2021. Well, first of all, you're, A, you're allowed to lie. B, in his mind, it's not a lie. And C, the First Amendment protects political speech, whether or not the speaker intends the saying to be true or not. There is there is no caveat in political speech where you can't stand up and say, I, elect me and I'll cut your taxes unless you really, really mean it. Otherwise, we're going to send you to prison. You know how many politicians would be in prison if, if you could charge them? for saying things that they knowingly knew were not true. 
A lot. Oh, yeah. You'd be building new prisons. And then the people that promised not to bring prisons to the community would wind up finding themselves going to prison for breaking their promise of bringing a prison to the community. You see what I mean? It's ridiculous. But they're going after Trump for this idea that his words, his ideas regarding the 2020 election led to January 6th. So Trump's team pushed back and said, hey, we want to list anybody and everybody who was in some way involved with federal law enforcement or local law enforcement. I want the list. Give me the names. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense, right? But a judge today just blocked those efforts. Just a few moments ago, Judge Tanya Chutkin, who is overseeing the federal case related to Trump, Trump's actions to stay in power, said that he failed to meet the legal bar for subpoenaing the officials. What were Trump's actions to stay in power out of curiosity? What did, what did he do? Oh, well, there's the magic steering wheel theory, first proposed by Cassidy Hutchinson, that he reached over to the beast and grabbed the steering wheel and turned it to get to the Capitol to do what? I have no idea. The magic steering wheel theory. Only The only other theory that have more BS than the magic steering wheel theory, of course, is the magic bullet theory, as I went through with you last week on the 60th anniversary of President Kennedy's assassination. So what did Trump actually do to try to stay in power, besides grabbing the steering wheel of the beast to, I assume, turn the car to go careening towards the Capitol to set off a series of events that would what? Exactly, what, what? What? What would that do if that were to happen? Like he'd give people rides, maybe? Smash into a barrier with the beast? I mean, what was he going to do? If the magic steering wheel theory is accurate, first posited by Cassidy Hutchinson, Trump leaned over the Secret Service to grab the wheel to turn the beast, the presidential limo, to get to the Capitol building. For what purpose? Who the hell knows? So he wants to know, and he has a right to know in discovery, which is the question of, hey, government, did you have any guys on the ground that day? On the left's high holy day, January 6th, were any of them informants? Were any of them federales? Did any of them have anything to do with motivating people that day? And uh, the other point about this, too, is that Trump sought to compel cooperation from Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia. He's the House Administration Oversight Subcommittee chairman who has said he did not receive the entirety of the panel's records. This is the January 6th panel. And Trump tried to subpoena the National Archivist and attorneys to the White House and Department of Homeland Security. He's seeking a lot of records. And good, he should seek a lot of records because the government's coming after you. And when the government comes after you, they have a lot of power. So that's why you should be able to get access to everything that they know about the crimes that they are charging you with. But no, the judge won't allow that to go forward. She put the kibosh on that, just like she's put a gag order on the former president where he can't speak about the trial. He can't criticize Jack Smith, the special counsel. Meanwhile, if you were in the capital region on January 6, 2021, they know about it. They do. And they're watching you. You are going to have a very hard time at the airport. If all you did, you did. No, no, no. It doesn't matter if you went to the Capitol. It doesn't matter if you took part in any riots. It doesn't matter if you ever even set foot on the Capitol complex. If you were in the region on January 6, 2021, the government knows about you and is spying on you. In a minute, I'm going to play a clip. 
of this uh, person from the administration who's in charge of air marshals and security. See, after 9-11, the air marshals were a new creation, a new way to get people, you know, jobs in this ever-expanding police state that we call a country. But now we don't really need air marshals anymore because they have secure cockpit doors. And so uh, the air marshals have nothing to do. So they have this new program out. And in this program, what they're doing is they're spying on people. That's right. They're spying on you and they're spying on me. And this uh, is an explosive story. Why it's not getting more attention, I don't know. But I think the reason why it's not getting more attention is very, very simple. The only time the government cared about putting people, the only time civil libertarians in this country on the left cared about people being on the no-fly list without due process was when they were doing it to Muslims after 9-11. Now, people who are consistent, like myself, had a problem with that because there was no due process involved. So now... Here's what's happening in the United States of America right now. This place, this time, the Biden administration is tracking all Americans who traveled to D.C. on January 6, 2021. According to the director of the Air Marshal National Council, Sonia Labosco, I'm going to play this for you. This is what she said on Fox News yesterday. This is amazing what the government is doing. But at the same time, they know who you are if you were in the region. Forget what, why you were there. It doesn't matter. You didn't have to do anything at the Capitol that day. But if the former president who's being prosecuted by the government wants a list of who in federal law enforcement was on the ground that day in January 6th, they won't give it to him. Take a listen. Okay, so how many uh, air marshals are on planes right now? And how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are quiet skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants, or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now, on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that? You're following January 2021 people. What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the National Capital Region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all? Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What? Do those people know that they're on this list? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the quadruses on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so if you are... 
an average passenger on a plane, how concerned should you realistically be? I think I think you should be very concerned when you're boarding the aircraft. You need to look around to see who you might be able to to ask to help you like a good Samaritan, because you're kind of you're on your own. If anything happens, please don't wait. There's going to be no law enforcement that's going to help you. So you need to have a plan. Look where the exit doors are. Look where you're anyway, you get the point. Thank around. you, Matt. Um, yeah, that's what the government's doing. The government of the United States spying on you. I told you years ago, you know, if you've been with me on this journey in talk radio, which I guess is now going on you know, 10 years or so, then you know the Zioli axiom back then was if you if you sacrifice your liberty, if you cede your liberty to the government in the name of keeping you safe, the government will take that power, weaponize it and use it against you for political purposes. And that's exactly what we're seeing in this country. And I have a consistent track record on this. You will not find another conservative talk show host who has this kind of consistent record when it comes to protecting the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, all the amendments to the Constitution. I don't pick and choose. I'm not like some of these uh, national hosts out there who were all in on the government spying on, on, on Americans when we were worried about Muslim terrorists. Because I said, if they follow the law and get warrants, they can do whatever they need to do. But if they don't, mass surveillance is not okay under the Constitution. Well, now that's exactly what they're doing to you and to me. We have become the new terrorists. We have become that. So instead of some guy hiding out in a cave in Afghanistan and we're worried that he's going to be here, it's now some guy who might be at a a shopping mall in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, who might do the next January 6th. it's, it's, It's a country that I don't recognize anymore. What has happened with the weaponization of government? This government, this United States of America. By the way, Benjamin Weingarten, who writes for Real Clear Investigations and The Federalist, he has a tweet out today saying that the listen to this, Matt, the great aunt of the youngest American hostage and first American to be released by Hamas. Is a buyer of Hunter Biden's art who was then appointed by Joe Biden to the United States Commission for the Preservation of of America's heritage abroad. The swap of hostages for jihadists is likely to prove disastrous for Israel. What this little girl endured and will endure for the rest of her life is unthinkable, as is the case for all the hostages and their families. That the Biden's corruption makes this fact pattern at all salient is nauseating and disgusting. This is uh, remarkable here. Hunter Biden, the, the, this, yeah, so the, I guess it's good to have powerful friends, right? The families of American citizens kidnapped by Hamas militants in Israel nearly four days ago and the girl's great aunt who spoke with Lester Holt and this great aunt who spoke with Lester Holt is a buyer of Hunter Biden's artwork. I mean, I'm glad she's home. Don't get me wrong, but there are still other Americans we believe who are trapped, who are believed being held by Hamas. I shouldn't say trapped, but being held by the terrorists, Hamas. But the great aunt of the youngest American hostage and first American to be released by Hamas is a buyer of Hunter Biden's art. who was then appointed by Joe Biden to the United States Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Hey, nice to know people in high places. Am I right? Today is Cyber Monday. 20% off all of your Zioli Army merch. All your Talk Radio 1210 merch. Hoodies. 12, 20% off hoodies at 1210WPHG.com. You get the link to the store. You can get your Zioli Army hoodie in navy green, Kelly green, I should say, or navy, uh, and it'll look great on you. 
All right? So this way, you will get your hands on the highly coveted Zioli Army hoodies. Get the, get the Kelly Green, and this way, it'll look good on you when you root for the birds, and we're going to go all the way. I think we're going all the way to the Super Bowl this year. Am I right? Are we going all the way? You feel, feel good? pretty good about that it. That team yesterday showed me they're unstoppable. Win ugly. Great teams win ugly. There is a, my brother-in-law Mike said it best when he said the Eagles just find ways to win. Yes. And that's, that's what they do. That's what championship teams do. You saw it in the Phillies all spring, all summer. You're seeing it again here in the Birds. You see that? Birds is clutch. Yes. I'm telling you, he's the greatest, the best, the absolute best. So you'll need that Zioli Army Kelly Green hoodie all the way up until the Super Bowl and longer. So 20% off today, 1210WPHG.com. Kale and Company merch, Dom Time merch, uh, Krasnerland, and of course, Zioli Army. It's all there for you. Okay. Uh, we got a lot more to get to. It's, we're coming to the end of the show here. But, you know, for years, I've been telling you about the great work that my... Do I? No, I don't. I don't have to tell anybody anything. Just did my Zioli Army uh, live you, read. You've been done, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Forget it. I take it back. Actually, <laughs> can, I, can I thank Yoakum for doing my shutters? Yeah, go ahead. Because Yoakum is a uh, wonderful sponsor of several of our stations here. And Frank Yoakum, I reached out to him, and he got back to me right away. And Yoakum Shutters and Blinds, they did an amazing job uh, for our new home. So I just wanted to say thanks to Frank Yoakum and the entire team over there uh, at, uh, at Yoakum for doing a fantastic job. Beautiful. These blinds are great. They're wood shutters. and got the big opening, too. They let in a lot of light. They're easy to control. And the levers are all hidden yeah the levers are all hidden which is good you don't have to see them so uh i like that it's classy you know who it's very very classy uh i think so anyway all right we got a lot more to talk about on the show don't go away thanks for listening to the seoli show podcast from talk radio 1210 wphd and the odyssey app Okay, it is Monday, but it's almost the end of Monday, which means tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll be gone with the wind. So we have a lot to uh, chat about. You know, uh, the left, by the way, in this country is bleeding Hispanic support. And they know it. They know it. Daily Signal with a great piece on this. The Spanish language network Univision interviewed former President Donald Trump this month. And do you remember the meltdown by the cackling hens on The View? Was it Anna Navarro who was yeah. out there saying, right? Yeah, saying that they need to be held responsible for giving Donald Trump airtime. Yeah, held responsible, as in he should be executed for allowing a presidential candidate to be on the network. She was irate over that, wasn't she? Yeah, she was freaking out. It was, I mean, it was legitimately a two-minute rant. You know why they did that, though? You know why Univision did, did it? I don't know. Because why. it got ratings. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. Wherever Donald Trump does an interview, uh, ratings follow. More than 70 Democrat Party-affiliated groups and some individuals, including the actor John Leguizamo, have signed a letter crying foul. This includes left-of-the-left groups such as La Raza, now going by the name Unidos Uos, the Mexican-American Legal Defense and Educational Fund, and the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. More than 70 groups sent the letter November 17th to Wade Davis, a Univision executive and other executives at the media company, and they're all very upset. This is what they said, quote, we demand Univision conduct a thorough internal review. Take correct. This is for interviewing the former president of the United States of America, who is the Republican frontrunner. Like him or not, he is the Republican frontrunner, obviously. 
We demand Univision conduct a thorough internal review, take corrective measures and reaffirm its commitment to unbiased reporting and to keeping the Latino community informed and up to date with facts and truth. A betrayal of trust. This trust has been betrayed. It is beyond alarming to learn that Univision's leadership is giving former President Donald Trump the most anti-Latino and anti-immigrant president in modern American history, unquestioned access and allowed him to spread falsehoods unchecked. By the way, it's important to remember that the Congressional Hispanic Caucus is not a real caucus of members of Hispanic descent since it refuses membership to Republicans. It is therefore simply an arm of the Democratic Party, and this request by the Democrat Congressional Hispanic Caucus is a party demand for partisan coverage of the 2024 campaign. And a lot of these other groups that signed on are a bunch of very far-left wacko groups. I know that that's redundant. By the way, did you see this yesterday that happened? Uh, this sports guy, this sports announcer, NFL Red Zone, Scott Hansen. They, that, this has never happened to us, I don't think. I, I know that in the past we've had scheduled fire alarms, for example, and we always time it around the show so we can record something if we need to and then go down and do the fire drill. And, and most of the time we just ignore it. <laughs> I've had to annoy it. I've had to stay here. Yeah. Someone's got to be here, man, in the ship. Right, exactly. It's not like we have a choice. So, uh, But this happened. It was during the game last night. They were covering the Eagles-Bills game. And there was a, there was a huge studio evacuation. Uh, here's the audio from this. Cut 16. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a first in my 20-something year broadcasting career. We have an alarm going off in the studios of NFL Red Zone right now in our studios here in Inglewood, California. We are being told we need to evacuate the building. We do not know the nature of the emergency. You can probably hear the alarm going right over the top of my right shoulder here. Uh, as it is something absolutely unprecedented for us, we have this game. Yes. Wow. Did you guys hear that live when it happened? I did not, no. Yeah. No, I wasn't watching Red Zone. What is Red Zone anyway? What is it's, that? It's so... Are you familiar with the red zone is in football? Yeah. It's within... Are, do, are you actually... Yes, I know what it is. Is okay. when, you're, when you're close to the thing, you got to get Yeah, you're within 20 yards of scoring. Right. You know, 20 yards of the end zone. You're right by the thing. So the place, the, the concept of NFL red zone is that when a game, you know, someone's driving and a team enters the red zone, he'd pan to that game so you can see, you know, a scoring play or something. Or, a big, or if a big play happens, they'll pan to that. Oh, they so will. It's just, gotcha. it's, they'll cover all the games all day, and they'll just pick and choose when they're going to go to a game. Mm-hmm. So at that point, yeah, he was on the Bills and Eagles because, I mean, they kept scoring all the time, so it was probably a great game for Red Zone. Uh, but, yeah, that's the premise of it. I would I would have ignored it. I would have pretended it wasn't happening. Like, I don't know. You guys hear that? I don't hear that. <laughs> you guys hear that? That sounded like a serious alarm, though. Yeah, it, 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 it certainly sounded like it, but the question is, is that more serious than I think they're blowing it up? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the real question. Yeah, I think I would be more concerned about the, the guaranteed explosion. I yeah. think they're blowing it up. Like, if you did that, that would empty the studio up. That clears out immediately. I don't even think you come back to, you know, explain what's going on. You just exit. No. You, 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 you're out. You're done. You run. You run for your life at that point. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> you are out. We should talk to Odyssey and see if we can replace our fire alarm with, I think they're blowing it up. <laughs> just hear that over and over and over again. People will respond to that. 
See, if you just have it on a 30-second loop, the building, you're, you're, you're out of there. <laughs> right? And then as everybody's walking out. Oh, be careful, baby. Right? You don't want to trample anybody. In the, the stairwell, because you can't use the elevator during a fire drill. So as everybody's walking down the stairs. Oh, be careful, baby. And then just burp, burp, burp. I think they're blowing it up. I think they're blowing it up. I think they're blowing it up. You're getting out of that building. My mother's voice on a repeating loop like that? You're getting the hell out. You're not staying. We'll save lives. You know how many lives we can save with this strategy? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. That's the show. We did. We covered a lot of ground today. Uh, I still think it's amazing. The Vanity Fair story about the secret, the warnings, the secret warnings our government kept secret about the warnings about what was happening in the Wuhan lab. Here's the bottom line. In 2019, Dan Briette, who was the deputy energy secretary, warned Fauci about what was happening in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And the warnings were ignored. They were ignored. The U.S. Department of Energy warned other agencies Back in 2019, the Energy Department had developed a classified proposal reported on here for the first time to ramp up safeguards against the possibility and develop better tools to better detect evidence of genetic engineering. We knew. We told them. These guys in the Department of Defense, Dan Briette's a great guy. He told them what was happening, what was being done, and they ignored the warnings on purpose. Fauci Anthony Fauci and all those people at the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases were warned about what was happening in the WIV. China was manipulating the coronavirus with the Chinese military, and the warnings were purposely ignored. Have a great rest of your night. The great one, Mark Levin, is up next. Get your hoodie 20% off. 1210WPHD.com. Get that Zioli Army hoodie. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210. WPHD. And on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 